This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go. The Black and Blue Report is all set and teed up for you on this Thursday. Greetings from Studio B here on Airline Drive at the headquarters of the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm Sean Kelly. Daniel Sallerson's alongside today. And we are moving forward to the weekend. A big weekend here in New Orleans with the Cavaliers coming to town on Friday night and the undefeated Panthers on Sunday afternoon. Hey, okay. Star-studded I weekend. I agree. I agree. Um, and I would love nothing more than for LeBron James and Cam Newton both to leave here with losses this week. That would be great. That would be great. Um, unfortunately, the Pelicans come home from Houston after last night with a loss. Fall into the Rockets, 108-101. We'll talk about that today. We'll hear from head coach Alvin Gentry and from Anthony Davis, their thoughts post-game uh, after dropping to now 4-15 and on the season. It's now a four-game losing streak, and uh, hopefully that gets turned around as we actually have a homestand, quote-unquote homestand now, we're going to play three in a row at home starting tomorrow night against the Cavaliers. So, Three in a row in a span of like nine days yeah, because we have three rare off days next week. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Um, Davis, by the way, last night, what did he end up? 29 points, 13 rebounds, two block shots, which I think is a bunch of hooey because I I thought he had four. Sometimes the old hometown scorekeeper is not mm-hmm. kind of a visiting team. Yep. So that doesn't surprise me a whole lot. Um, and you held Harden to 24 on 7 of 20 shooting. There's there's a lot of things about the game last night, Daniel, that, well, I'm looking at points in the paint now. I'm not so happy about it. 50 to 42 Rockets. You held the, you hold Houston to 41% shooting. You out-rebound them 56 to 42. Which has been a problem for us lately. Right. But the biggest problem of all right now is the second-half play. Yeah. It was deja vu, I think, from Tuesday. You get off to a a double-digit lead in both nights. It's down to one possession heading into half, and then the third and fourth quarter, it was the same story. The ball movement that we saw in the first quarter and parts of the second quarter, for some reason, it just stopped. And you talk about, you and Victor mentioned it last night, points in the paint. I mean, you saw drives with Ish Smith and guys going right to the paint. No one even bothering to stop them, but they just start settling for jump shots and three-pointers. Yeah, the first quarter when they scored, uh, when they outscored the Rockets, twenty-nine to seventeen, featured a ton at the rim, and they just, they just kind of abandoned it, and uh, and then allowed sixty Rocket points in the second half. Now, right now, that's a real problem for New Orleans. I think they lead the league in second half points mm-hmm. allowed. So, uh, we'll see how that goes when LeBron James comes to town uh, tomorrow night. We're going to preview quite a bit of that game tomorrow, right here on the Black and Blue Report. And again, as I mentioned, coming up in just a little bit, we'll uh, we'll hear from Alvin Gentry and Anthony Davis about their thoughts from the Toyota Center in the post-game locker room. Uh, other than that, Jim Henderson on the show today, the voice of the Saints, uh, back on this Thursday. We've missed Jim. It's been been about two been weeks. A, yeah, Thanksgiving yeah, but, and bye week. Right. So he returns to talk about uh, the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints this weekend. And, and tomorrow, speaking of tomorrow, uh, and previewing the Cavaliers and Pelicans, we'll uh, visit with Mick Mix and voice of the Panthers and talk about uh, their undefeated uh, season so far. Speaking of undefeated, the Golden State Warriors run at the 20-0 and 0 last Ooh. night. Um, it was Del Curry night in Charlotte. Yes, it was. And no coincidence. Uh, how fitting that yes, Steph Curry was that there. Steph Curry and the, and the Warriors were um, it, at Time Warner Cable Arena in Charlotte last night. And 
Steph didn't even play the fourth quarter. No, he, he actually told him to take me out. After scoring, what, 29 in the third? 28 in the third and 24 straight for Golden State. I think he was just like, I'm good. We're up by 20. Call it a night. This is getting ridiculous. Unbelievable. I saw a stat last night. Um, it says the best start in professional sports history since the 1884 St. Louis Maroons. Oh, don't even make any comment that I was alive in St. Louis at that time. I was not going to. You're the okay. one that made the comment. But <laughs> I, do want, I do want to get you some St. Louis Maroons apparel, though. I think that would be pretty cool. All I can think of is Bugs Bunny when yeah. you say that. What a maroon. I, I called our board op Joe Cardosi that last night. He didn't <laughs> take too kindly, but I just liked the name. I thought it was cool. And it's uh, someone tweeted me actually last night and said, can anyone, uh, will the Warriors go 82-0? I go, they're playing well, but no. And they go, okay, well, who might beat them? And I just reply, replied, Carolina Panthers? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to see um, how long each of their streaks goes. Um I think Carolina, well, let's see here. I mean, Carolina's... I think Golden State will lose before Carolina does. Yeah, it's so hard in the NBA, I think, because, I mean, the Golden State's the best team, and they should be favored in every game, but you know they're not going to win every game, especially now you have more, as every team has, will have more motivation to snap their streak. You're going to have one team that just goes, and as the winning streak continues, Luke Wall and Steve Kerr might decide to start resting some players and keeping them fresh. And there might be a night that somehow that slips. At the moment, I don't think those players are going to let them tinker with anything. I really don't. Do they care more about that streak? I I think they do. I think they want to see how high they can run that number. And if Kerr or Walton even suggest, hey, maybe we we take the night off, I I don't think they'll stand for it. Maybe. That's the character that the locker room right now. Which is not a bad thing to no, have. No, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. And they're yeah. playing unselfish basketball, too, is the thing. is You know, Steph Curry, you see it from defenders now. I saw last night again, there was a tip ball back to Curry, and he was wide open, and Kemba Walker didn't even bother. He just put his head down. I was like, oh, man. And sure enough, Curry just drains it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just Curry. They have Clay Thompson. The Draymond, Draymond Green's playing triple-double ball right now. There's a very unselfish team that is still unselfish despite the guys that are willing to score and able to score. And because of that, I don't think anybody's playing huge minutes. No. I mean, they're, they're beating teams so badly right now. I mean, they've had some close calls. But they're beating teams so badly right now that, shoot, like last night, Curry doesn't play the fourth quarter. Maybe that's why they won't even have to worry about resting guys because if they are getting rest in the fourth quarter and not playing, they don't have to worry about it. When are they here? They're not here, I don't think, until late. Late. I want to say, looking at the schedule just like you are. Hmm. I know we're out there in March. Oh, I think, oh, that's the last time. We only play them three times, so they're not back oh, here. Oh, they they're done, yeah. yeah. They came here to the first Saturday of the season. Yeah, that's it. So we don't, we play them on the road. Yeah, March uh, 14th. Yeah. Will they be undefeated by that? <laughs> I don't think so. You never know. Dude, how crazy would that be? All right. Pelicans talking just a little bit. Let's take a quick break, uh, sir, and bring in Jim Henderson. We've got to talk about the Saints and the Panthers coming up this Sunday. That's a primetime kickoff now on Fox, and they're bringing Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in. But uh, we've got Jim Henderson, so we'll, uh, we'll talk to him, and we'll do so right for this. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that, so we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? 
We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Let's get uh, let's get really rolling on this Thursday as we welcome back in the voice of the Saints, Jim Henderson, whom I've dearly missed uh, thanks to the Thanksgiving holiday and, of course, the bye week. Welcome back, Jim. It's certainly a pleasure to have you, sir. It is my pleasure, Sean. Good to talk to you as always. Thank you. Have you gone out with the Henderson family and cut down this year's Christmas tree yet? It is the holiday season and all. Well, you know, I did go out to get it, and then I realized it never brought a saw. So, you know, I just had to load it on top of the family truckster and go home. I knew we'd get a Griswold reference in there. That's that's outstanding. Um, are you a real tree or a fake tree guy? Real tree. Okay. Real tree, man. I'm a, I'm a traditionalist. Yeah, well, real tree. When does the tree go up? Well, thanks to my wife, it's already up. Um, <laughs> you, you know how it is around the holidays, and, and it's true for the team. It's true for the people who cover them. The holidays are really difficult to deal with because your job has to come first. But fortunately, my wife usually at this time of the year, the week after Thanksgiving, goes out, picks up the tree, sets it up, and pretty much has it decorated, as I think I'll probably find out tonight when I rejoin her. What does that cost you, Jim? <laughs> In what way? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pure, purely monetarily or... Uh, in aggravation or in payback or it's at all sorts of levels but it's great um she does a great job uh now are you uh are you as a as a star of uh, stage and screen and radio uh one of those guys that pays somebody to come out and uh put up the christmas lights and all that or are you still willing to climb the ladder at your tender age well thankfully my wife does all she that she does too. that too oh yeah 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 so in in a way i guess i pay for it in that um I subsidize, obviously, our, our living standard, but yes. uh, no, we don't pay. Of course, I'm also cheap. But we don't pay anybody to come decorate the house. We, and in particular, her, does it every year. Yes, okay. Um, I'm taking this to a very personal level. I hope I'm not exposing anything that you didn't want out there in the, in the public. No, not a problem at all. Um, with that being said, let's turn to a home game this weekend against Carolina, and uh, certainly in the festive spirit of the 11-0 Panthers. Uh, you and I have talked about them a couple times this season. And it just never seems to stop with them. Uh, are you seeing a team that can maybe go all the way in Carolina? Yes, definitely. Why is um, that? Easy. Well, I think they're so solid in so many areas. I mean, you look at this team, and it's populated with good, solid football players and good, solid people at, at every area. 
and they're doing all the things necessary to win. They've got a philosophy, and that is to run the ball and stop the run, uh, force people to pass against you, and they lead the league in interceptions. They've had uh, five interceptions returned for touchdowns. Meanwhile, the Saints, or rather four interceptions returned for touchdowns. Meanwhile, the Saints only have five as a team, and the Saints haven't returned an uh, interception for a touchdown in nearly three years. So uh, they're very committed to the running game. They stop the run. They've got a quarterback that nobody can match up with. They're not the most talented team at the receiver position, though Greg Olson's having a great year. But they've got a philosophy. They stick to it. They play good, solid football. And, man, they've got some great defenders. Are you okay with the showmanship that Cam Newton uh, displays? Is it good for the NFL? Yeah, you know, I think it aggravates a lot of people. But in his his behalf, you know, he said when he was criticized recently, if you don't want me to do the dab or do the things that I do, the Superman deal – Stop me, and nobody has been able to. And, you know, Josh Norman is kind of a, an eccentric guy out there, too, on the corner, but I was reading today some stuff out of Carolina where Ron Rivera says that uh, he urges the team to embrace their personality. Of course, he was a part of the, the 85 Bears who had all sorts of personalities. So, uh, you know, it, it doesn't bother me all that much. What bothers me is the way that he plays against the Saints, in particular last year and earlier this season. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, there's this balance, Jim. I think, and I've and I've experienced this on the on the basketball side. When when you have a losing season, you sit there and go, "Man, I don't know if I want to watch this tonight or whatever." Look, you may have another great team or a great player coming into town, and I think that if you are a, a fan of the sport, whether it be basketball or football, some of the enjoyment of going to the game is, "Hey, you know, hey, you want your team to win, but here's a chance to see something that you may not get to see again." That possibly could yep. be the case on Sunday, don't you think? Yeah, I really do, and um, I did a commentary earlier this week that even though there are five games left in what looks to be a losing and forgettable season, there are still things to see. I've always been kind of amazed. Obviously, we're there for free and being paid, but I've always been amazed at people who've had to fork over a lot of money for tickets and they leave with uh, three-quarters of the game left or perhaps the last quarter or never show up at all. To me, there's always something to see. And so I stay right to the end as a spectator just to see who still wants to play, just to see some of the interactions, see some of the the culture on the team. But, yeah, you're right. In in the Carolina Panthers, you're going to see one of the best linebackers in NFL history, really, in Luke Keekley. You've got a guy in Josh Norman who could be Defensive Player of the Year. Keekley's been it before. He'd be deserving again if he hadn't missed some time with that concussion. Cam Newton is the, the obviously... Uh, most difficult quarterback to match up with in so many ways in the NFL. Uh, he's a unique talent. He's a beast. You got Greg Olson, who I was reading. These guys have two of the NFL defense and two of the NFL men of the year uh, on their roster in Thomas Davis and also in Pena Tillman. And now Greg Olson has been nominated uh, to be the third member of this team as an NFL man of the year for the work that he's done with heart disease and children. He's got a child that suffers from that himself. So. This is a good, solid football team with good coaches, and uh, I'd love to see them go all the way. Have you talked to Mick Mixon with the uh, the Panthers yet? Yeah, we did this morning, and, and uh, he'll be on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. And um, Jim, he's enjoying the ride, and I think that he speaks to what you're saying. That you know, look, don't be distracted by Cam's showmanship, and by no means, you know, look. He said that Cam Newton's out there, you know, not throat slashing or crotch grabbing or anything else. It's it's just some, it's fun. Yes, if you don't like it, stop them. And there's some, been some funny commentaries about that. But I, I get the impression, that, and you and I both know Mick very well, I don't think that he would stand up for a team that he didn't think had good character. And so when, when he sold me on how this has gone through their first 11 games, 
I believe them. And, and as much as I don't want to see them come in here and walk all over New Orleans like they did last year in this building, um, look, I, they're, they're an NFC South brethren, and if they're good people, why not let them have some success? I fully agree. Your commentary for Fox 8, and I want to go back to that because you just touched on it a moment ago, did have a long list of things worth watching here in the final five weeks. The one that resonated most with me is, is the, are these young players that have been thrust maybe into some fairly decent-sized roles this season, and, and sometimes they've succeeded and sometimes they've failed. But to me, in the last five games, I'm going to try and enjoy watching those young folks uh, continue to develop. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, we'll have an opportunity for the second straight game to watch Andrews Pete and see what kind of um, performance he has and what sort of growth he has after the first game. I think Stephon Anthony is certainly a keeper, and he's, he's getting better each week. And I think, too, it's important to watch who still wants to play. Now, there's a, more than a quarter of this season left. Now, who's given up? You know, who doesn't want to be out there? Who pulls up with an injury? Um, who's still playing hard? I think all these things are, are worthy of being seen, and that's what I'll be watching, hopefully, in a, a very competitive game on Sunday. Do you think the attitude changes with them coming home um, in any way on Sunday? You know, you'd like to think so, but this hasn't been a very good home football team in the last two years. I'm not sure what kind of atmosphere they'll have for them in the, in the Dome. I mean, I, I don't see an awful lot of hope amongst Saints fans, and I could be wrong. Uh, they could be willing to uh, forgive the, the recent performances in this three-game losing streak. But, you know, it's such a remote possibility that this team's going to climb back into playoff contention, and they, they've performed so badly during this three-game losing streak, and I think they're saying, well, this is the same thing that happened last year. Had to pull back to a 4-4 four and four record and then went out and lost three straight. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of atmosphere there is in the Dome. And it'd be nice to see the Saints start more quickly, certainly, than they did a week ago to keep the fans in it. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. The start will have great importance. Jim, if I could give you a magic wand and allow you to wave it over this football team and say, here's the number one thing I'd love to fix, my wish would be what? Well, I think that's the hardest thing about this team right now, Sean. I think you could point to any part of it and say that this needs to be fixed. So it's not like it's not like there's a glaring weakness on defense, though there is. Uh, you've got an offense that has just sputtered like crazy. There's age. Uh, there's salary cap issues. There's personnel judgments. There's uncertainty, I think, from the very top on down of this football team as far as uh, ownership to a degree, coaching uh, more so to a degree. So uh, that's that's the hard part. Um, there isn't just one area. Well, we need we need a new quarterback. Or we need a we need a better running game. Or uh, we need we need a, a run stopper on defense. You could name all of those things and many more. So I think that to me is the most discouraging thing that there isn't just one thing that you could point to on this team that if it gets cleared up, this team is back to what it was. Okay. Well, this weekend is a chapter in and of itself, and maybe we have a great conversation about a thrilling upset this weekend at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Wouldn't that be nice? I'd love to see it. I think the Saints might be the second biggest underdogs this weekend. Of course, they're the biggest underdog at home in the Sean Payton era. So it would get a lot of people's attention if the Saints were to knock off the Panthers as the last unbeaten team in the NFL and being the underdog they are in this one. I would love to see it. Give us a little bit of juice for the final quarter of the year. Absolutely. We'll be listening on Sunday. Jim Henderson, thank you, as always, for your time with us on this Thursday. 
Thanks a lot, Sean. All right, the voice of the Saints here on the Black and Blue Report. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. The New Orleans Pelicans have the perfect way for you to unwind with your buds by scoring the Guy's Night Out six-pack presented by Fulton Alley. Packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include two tickets and four beers. Plus, Fulton Alley is throwing in a free game of bowling, all for as low as $50. Take flight with the next Guy's Night Out on Monday, December 7th against the Boston Celtics. Visit pelicans.com to plan your Guy's Night Out today. The Harlem Globetrotters bring their 90th anniversary world tour to the Smoothie King Center for two shows Saturday, April 2nd. Witness some of the world's best athletes execute unbelievable feats of ball handling, trick shots, and comedy. It's the team's most epic tour in 90 years and a lifelong memory in the making. Score your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and don't miss your chance to get in on the action at the Smoothie King Center Saturday, April 2nd at 2 and 7 p.m. Let's turn our attention to basketball here on the Black and Blue Report and, as promised, uh, let you listen into what Coach Anthony had to say following the loss to the Rockets last night, 108-101. Daniel and I kind of went through uh, several of the particulars. Uh, that should set you up here for what you're going to um, uh, glean from Alvin Gentry and Anthony Davis. Here first is the Pelicans head coach outside the Pelicans locker room last night. Coach, second half, um, much different than what you saw in the first half. Yeah, we got to get better at it. You know, I'm just... You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit frustrating, and it's, uh, you know, I just, I, you know, we play so well to start the game, and we do a good job, and obviously we know that they're going to make a run back at us, but uh, then we get into that area where they get into us. We just got to be able to execute better. We, you know, we, we're not a high turnover team, and we end up turning the ball over 23 times for 27 points, and, uh, you know, when you, when you do that against a team on the road, you know, your, your chances of winning are not very good. So we just got to, you know, we're, we're taking steps, but, you know, every time we take a step and, and lose a game, that just puts us that much farther back. So we're we just going to have to start being able to, you know, in, the, in that time, that crucial time where they're getting into us and, you know, the game is kind of in the balance, we, we got to be able to execute and do a better job. Coach, your execution going to the rim in the first quarter gave you so much success. Did they take that away from you in the second half? Well, I don't think they took it away as much as we didn't continue to do it. That's what we got to – the one thing that's bothersome about the last two games, I think, is that, you know, we've had really good starts and played well, uh, and then we get away from what got us there. And so we got to be more consistent and, and stand with what got us uh, the lead and in those situations. And uh, I think we've kind of gotten away from that. And, and, and we just got to make sure that we stay in what got us there. Well, I think what happens is that we get a little comfortable and then we decide to, uh, you know, the ball stop. We Once again, I, I, I can tell you guys, we had 10 assists the first quarter and, and and then we had three assists the second quarter, you know, and I don't think it's just the missed shots. I just think that, you know, we become ball stoppers and we got to be able to move it on. Is it frustrating for you? I mean, you know, 
did a pretty good job defensively. They shot about 40%. You did a good job. That's, 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 really, that's really the frustrating thing, you know, because I, th I think that if you have a team shoot 41% on the road, you should have an opportunity to win the game. And at the end of the day, you know, the last five minutes, we didn't have really an opportunity. I thought that one group that we put in there when we got down, you know, nine points, they made a run and got us back to two in the quarter. But, uh, you know, we just we had some really, really crucial turnovers and some bad shot selection. So when we do that, you know, we just put ourselves behind the eight ball. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, don't forget Alvin Gentry show tonight, by the way, on the flagship radio station of the New Orleans Pelicans radio network. That's the Alvin Gentry show at 7 p.m. on 99.5 WRNO-FM. Uh, Anthony Davis, 29 points, 13 rebounds. That's his 10th double-double of the season. Unfortunately, comes in another loss. You know, they started going on a run and making shots. You know, um, still had to lead at halftime. And it was good on the road. And then uh, we just had some costly turnovers in that second half, you know, taking the ball out. And um, they got a steal you know, uh, a couple times. And, Turned the ball over, you know, and, you know, possession that we needed a, a basket, you know. So it's, it's just tough. We just got to do a better job taking care of the ball. But um, you know, they, they made, they came up with some stops and a big stop to convert on the other end. Is it frustrating? You, know, you guys really turnovers have not been a huge problem. You've had other problems tonight. You hold them to 40 percent. You do a pretty good job on Harden, and yet they get 27 points every turnover. Is it frustrating that when you fix one thing, something else seems to? It's very frustrating. I mean, um, you think this. You know, have a complete game, and um, you know we felt good about this game, especially you know doing a great job on James. You know, so uh, like I said they made tough shots. I mean, Tyler Lawson had a couple of threes, Pat Beverly. I mean, we can't you know we'll, we'll live with that, but you know the thing that we we gotta get better at the little things. You know, we did a terrible job doing the little things today. You know, free throw rebounding. They um, said you know they getting steals off our inbound passes. That's that's what we can't have. All right, Pelicans and Cavaliers tomorrow night. We'll have a preview of that uh, on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. We'll let you know who that guest is to do the previewing with when we come back. Looking for the perfect holiday gift? Well, give the gift of Pelicans basketball with the Pelicans five-game holiday plan. Packages start as low as $49. Pick your favorite five games, including matchups against the Thunder, Rockets, and Clippers. The Pelicans five-game holiday plan makes a great stocking stuffer. So call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to order your Pelicans five-game holiday plan today. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all-natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Time to wrap things up here on this Thursday. Daniel Salerson, Sean Kelly uh, here in Studio B. Our special guest tomorrow to preview Cavaliers and Pelicans is... Michael Wallace. Oh, very nice. Writer for ESPN.com. Former writer of the Heat Index. I believe that Heat Index has sizzled a little bit with no LeBron James. A little water thrown onto the heat index, yes. Just a little bit. They're a, a good bit. team, though. Yes. 
Uh, so good. Uh, I, I don't think we've had Michael Wallace on before. No. First time guest? Probably, I think a first time guest. If yeah. not, it was a couple years ago when LeBron was still on Miami. True. That could happen. We've done over 500 of these now. Hard to believe. I know. You're right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Michael Wallace tomorrow. We'll have a great conversation with him. Uh, that's a team that we only get to see twice a year, once here in New Orleans. So we'll need a guy like Michael to really give us the good uh, scoop on what the Cavaliers look like. Now, look, from a distance, looks pretty good. <laughs> and yeah. still no Kyrie Irving. So um, we'll visit with him tomorrow. Uh, Mick Mixon, as we mentioned, also on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report, the voice of the Carolina Panthers, is always a charming guest, isn't he? I like him. Yes. Uh, full of cliches. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, cliches and southern, uh, southern. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Genesequa. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. No, Mick will be here tomorrow. Good stuff from him. I, I hope he's enjoying this 11 and 0 start, um, and I hope that he's 11 and 1 when he leaves on Monday. Uh-huh. No offense to Mick, but and and I'll be sure to tell him where I stand on that. When we visit I'd be tomorrow. worried if you uh, weren't hoping they were <laughs> yeah. going 11 and 1. No doubt. <laughs> No doubt. Alvin, uh, Alvin Gentry show is yours tonight at 7 on WRNO-FM here in New Orleans. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, just to give you a little preview, we'll talk about the four-game losing streak, honest conversation about that. We'll also talk about Kobe Bryant's uh, retirement announcement this week, and we'll preview tomorrow night's game against the Cavaliers with the coach tonight. Make sure you check that out. If you are unable to, um, as I'm told, tomorrow afternoon on pelicans.com, They'll put it up there for everybody to listen to it. Yeah, right? sometimes it's up as early as when the show's over with tonight, so if you miss it. But, yeah, even tomorrow morning, we effort to get it up on there. But, yes, the full episode will be on no later than tomorrow. Sounds good. Sounds good. And on that note, we'll say goodbye on this uh, Thursday. Thanks, to everybody, for being on our show today. And thank you for spending part of your day with us. I hope that maybe you learned a thing or two uh, or maybe even giggled for a moment. So we'll talk to you tomorrow from Smoothie King Center. That's where we'll originate from for the Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Say goodbye, Daniel. Goodbye, Daniel. All right. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report. We'll be right back.